Yeah, gotcha. Wolf all the time. Let's see. Welcome to Scrub Mode, the podcast that sits at the intersections of gaming and monsters. Yep. And, um, yeah, today we're continuing our Dragon Tales. We're just going to be talking dragon some more. Yes. Uh, yeah, but, we gave uh, you yeah. the, uh, the, all the stats and the D&D lore, so let's, let's learn about some... Uh, Real world, Real world dragons. dragons. Let's learn about some important dragon, dragon cultural stuff. Yeah, it's funny we, we we were talking about dragons and like this year one of my favorite albums came out of all time that at least at the, at the moment anyway I'm I'm pretty pretty fickle when it comes to music I kind of jump around things I I latch on yeah. to stuff that really speaks to me and right now yeah or at least lately that is an album by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Amazing title. Uh, yeah, great, yeah. Uh, great band name. They're awesome. They, they're, they're actually do, they do a lot of like funk fusion type of stuff too. Ooh. And this, mm-hmm. this year they came out with a metal album called, called. Uh, let me look it up real quick. I have yeah, the title say is the long. Whole thing. <laughs> I don't blame title you. Title is really long, but like it's Petro, yeah, Petro Draconic Apocalypse, parentheses or comma, Dawn of Eternal Night. An annihilation of planet Earth and the beginning of merciless damnation. That's pretty dope. Yeah, it's pretty metal. Yeah. I gotta say, it's that's pretty, pretty awful. Like yeah, that. check out the album art too. I posted a link to the whole album in the. Uh, it looks like an '80s paperback, which I think maybe exactly yeah. what they were going for. Yeah, the whole the whole cool. thing is a throwback to '80s metal, but they do it in their own style. It's very great. The whole album is kind of like a cautionary tale of like. Uh, of like uh, climate change and the times that we're living in and uh, witchcraft (laughs) and witchcraft of course it's great it's a really good album I love it you can't leave witchcraft out of it no it's super it's super 80s D&D like like style like like uh the whole album's the, like, for example, the first al- the first um, song in the album's called "Motor Spirit," which is about how like we've kind of created a cult to the car and a cult mm. to like petroleum products, and how that is kind of driving climate change and kind of destroying our world. And then there's Supercell, which is about a storm, which you know destroys the world, destroys the landscape, destroys our society. Nothing very, like uh, the storms that have literally just happened. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> and then oh. there's Converge, which is kind of like where everything kind of connects together. Then there's Witchcraft and and Gila Monster, which is like a, a monster that the that that we've created. A dragon comes to life and starts drinking petroleum, and it becomes more powerful and like mutates and like you think Godzilla. it's very it's very <laughs> Shin Gojira esque in a Does lot of ways. Sense? This album. Makes sense to me too, because like you know, yeah, you can burn gasoline. So why can't a dragon get more powerful by ingesting a bunch of fucking petroleum? Yeah, exactly. And, and then there's a dragon fuel. Then there's yeah. just a song. There's a song that's just called Dragon, which is about kind of the climax of the of the of the album. You know, it's like the longest song in the album. It's like nine minute nine minutes forty four seconds. It's really great. That's awesome. It's just awesome. It's an awesome song. I love and, uh, long rock ballads or yeah. yeah check definitely if you're a fan of metal you're gonna love this one i think it's really good it's uh, it's more old school style metal even though this album came out in 2023 <laughs> it's like it's like a throwback to old hair metal in a lot of ways but i love, you gotta this love album. it i love it i love it i listen to it non-stop 
listen to it when I'm playing video games. It's great. It's great. <laughs> yeah. So what do the dragons represent, I guess? Is it just like the, is it a manifestation of climate change? Like, so, not Kinda, to be an English yeah. teacher. Pretty much. The dragon, yeah, represents climate change in a lot of ways and like nature, forces of nature and how we as humans are powerless in the face of nature, you know? Yeah, it's it's a great album. Mm-hmm. Definitely listen to it. It's good. If you like metal, I think, yeah, you're going to like this one. Yeah, I'll but, definitely uh, give it a go. Yeah, I want you guys to listen to it. It's great. <laughs> Melodic metal is my favorite kind. Mm-hmm. I'll hit it up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, that's just me going on a little tangent there. No, I, guess. I mean, it's, I it's think related, but, you know. Completely I think fine. It's imp- yes, I think it's important because, like, man, dragons are a powerful symbol, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. <laughs> There's a reason they're the symbol of multiple royal families. There's a reason the first half of uh, the most famous RPG of all time starts with the word dragons. Oh, no, shit, yeah. I fucked that up. It just looks like that <laughs> ends with the word dragons. <laughs> do, you, do you think royal families, when they first like came across the concept of a dragon, one of them was just like, that's fucking rad. <laughs> yeah, that gotta be, right? Bar. Gotta like be. One guy just had in the back of it, like a king in the back of his head, is like, "That's so fucking cool. I want yeah. that on my shields." <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't want to. But then this he did it nobly. He was all like, "I hereby decree that this creature is the symbol of our nation." <laughs> and then when he gets back into the throne, he's like, "Fuck yes." <laughs> I uh I like I said, I don't want to spread misinformation, so uh I should probably double check this fact. But I had heard that like. The, the various Chinese emperors had, like, outlawed anybody else from wearing dragons because they're like, that's for us only. You gotta be royal mm. to wear the dragon. Right. I know yeah, I know that it is money. a symbol of, like, nobility in Asian... In yeah, Asian... China, Japan, Bhutan. That's just yeah. off the dome. Yeah. It's funny. I remember being a little kid and, like, having a dra- like a shirt with a dragon on it and, like, my element... I, it was It must have been middle school... Like, but early middle school, you know, like when you're just getting out of elementary school, going into middle school and like my teacher being like, that's a bad symbol. You shouldn't be wearing that on your shirt. I'm like, really? I'm like, then I just kind of like, then I, then uh, me and my like school, like me and my kid, cause this is in my little mind's eye. Like I kind of go and I tell her like, well, actually, you know, dragons represent like nobility and wisdom in Asian cultures and she's like oh yeah, I, I didn't she, know I that bet her fucking she wasn't yeah. expecting that oh, shit. Yeah. yeah and then i said that yeah. and she's like oh i didn't know that and then in my mind i'm thinking you're a, you're a teacher how do you mm. not know these things <laughs> it sounds like you got pseudo satanic panicked yeah i did as a, as a little, a little kid. bit yeah as, a, as, a as bit like a yeah. i must have been 13 12 no maybe younger yeah. than that like you had yeah. a d20 on your shirt she'd be like that's not that's a bad symbol <laughs> i mean maybe we'll yeah. do a satanic it's like so big and such a bummer but maybe we'll do a satanic panic episode one of these days because it's a spooky mm-hmm. and b like D and yeah. metal were like some of the main targets and uh boy yeah i mean a it, lot of I uh mean, yeah. a lot of satanic panic shit still happening huh right Probably yeah. not spooky tell me about so, it some people are just stuck in that you know they're just yeah. they're so afraid of the devil yeah they're so scared of the devil they're so afraid of the devil i'm getting them 
Yeah. I, I think we talked about it in the some of the lizard man episodes, but like, it's just like a hardwired, like fear in the human brain is like somewhere in the world. There's a group of secret people drinking blood and hanging out underground. Like they call it like the nocturnal something theory. We talked about, go listen to those episodes. Yeah. There, there's some folks out there that are in a cave with their weird red hoods and they're drinking the bloods and they're sacrificing the babies and they're doing it just, <laughs> just to like fuck with you black yeah. they're doing bam, bam. it because they hate jesus and they hate you <laughs> yeah yeah speaking oh, i mean like oh we're getting a little off the dragon track but like you guys know what what chick tracks are no shit tracks no chick oh like chick wait. tracks what yeah take it away ryan if you know no i know i thought i was something <laughs> You've probably yeah. seen him. So this, there's this one guy called Jack Chick who mm. was an aspiring cartoonist who, like, made all these, like, little tiny paper comics that, like, he was like, you know, you leave them at the bus stop, you leave them places, you put them down instead of a tip, like, that kind of bullshit. Yeah. And then people will learn that, like, they're oh, doomed those. unless they, yeah. Oh, yeah, where it's, like, a fake dollar bill and on the back of it it says, no, like. I mean, that no, that's no. evil, don't get me wrong. But, that's like, um, yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing something like that. I remember like, getting There's a bunch of, of memes of them. They were hugely popular back back oh. in the day, and I still occasionally see them in the wild. But, like, hmm. anyway, there's an entire Chick track that is famously about D&D, where Jack Chick was like, "You're gonna, it's a gateway to, to actual Satanism. There are real spells oh, in D&D. I know about that one. Yeah. 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 Like that. <laughs> and they turned it into a movie with local actors. They did. They did do that. <laughs> then they made it a new movie. Yeah. Yeah. With local actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard I heard some stat like because all his like stuff got picked up and distributed, he might be the most like widely read indie comic book artist of all time. Wow. That's that amazing, great. but also a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Not not that oh, surprising. Well. I mean, you know. Oh well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna yeah. do? <laughs> so he's dead. Just be at peace with it. He didn't die until yeah. like 2016. He lasted. He he fu- was there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. He's dead. But how about them? Uh, how about them dragons? <laughs> yeah. All right. I got some some dragon stories for you here. Awesome. Uh, let's start with a really traditional dragon in this D and D story. All right. We're going to the forests of France. Ooh. Home of knights Good and chivalry. Oh, is this the story of um? What's his name? Uh, it's like, like Castle Frankenstein or something. Like one no, of the original but... Franks. I think. I don't know. I don't actually know. I just I mean, know that. I know that. Uh, I think I remember reading online that there was an actual Castle Frankenstein. Oh yeah. And like, and it the 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 legend goes that the the it was like the the king or whatever slayed a dragon or something right uh i mean that's news to me i know castle frankenstein's a real castle in um, right i think it's like i want to say bavaria but that's probably wrong mm-hmm. um i think you think it would be in france but or germany yeah yeah i'm bavaria's part bavaria is the texas of germany oh hmm um it's the part of Germany that like loves guns and is conservative, but it's also where all the cool skiing is. I see. Um, anyway, 
uh no if you could if you want to dig up that story real quick go for yeah, it that sounds it fucking great but no this is this is the the bet row or the row beast um it's the most dnd ass dragon story i could find the um, so there was there, there was a dragon and this is your traditional european dragon uh breathes fire all that jazz long scaly tail bat wings um and it lived in a cave at point de rue off of entrée uh, near La Rochelle. So this is a bunch of French words that just means like it's on the west coast of France. It's all rocky and shit. So like picture like big waves crashing against the sh- the shore, dark forests, storms coming in off the Atlantic, lots of sea caves and stuff for stuff things to hide in. Mm-hmm. And like La Rochelle itself is like an island that during or it becomes a high it's a piece of land that becomes uh, an island during high tide and at low tide you can kind of walk across a tiny land bridge to get there so like hmm. steal that shit for your big bad evil guys for it yeah for real it's a cool fort that you can only access every moon yeah <laughs> you can only access it for a few hours every day oh yeah that's better which is why it's, it makes such a it made such a great fort and in fact uh it did become a fort for the knights templar in real life Ooh. oh uh, and it wow. plays into like, uh, like, uh, do you guys know who Eleanor of Aquitaine is? This is like real middle school ass history. No, no. I don't remember. <laughs> she was a really important French noblewoman who owned like a huge chunk of Western France, and she was like briefly allied to like English kings. So England ro- ruled like most of England, and then like Wales and parts of Ireland, and then like half of France thanks to her. Hmm. So like during this time, she gave a big chunk of the area around around La Rochelle to the Knights Templar. She's like, yeah, use it as your base. Um, you guys keep bringing in insane amounts of treasure from the Holy Land. Just pay your taxes, and we're cool. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember if the French and the British get along. No, they are... Um... <laughs> Ryan is furiously no. shaking his head. They've had... they, they did not get along until Germany was like... We're I hate... Until Germany invaded France twice, and then England <laughs> was like, okay, I guess we're cool. Oh, okay. I see, I see. <laughs> yeah, they had this little thing called the Hundred Years' War, where they uh, oh, right. fought each other. Right. Oh, yeah, like they... France? Huh? Handshake? I know if you call yeah. a British person Frenchie, they, they drive some nuts. I... Oh, yeah, they'll just be confused. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no offense, but yeah. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, conspiracy theory says, like, this point where La Rochelle was where the knights had their castle, and it's where they stored mm-hmm. all their secret treasure. So when King mm. Philip was like, hey, I think these guys are fucking heretics. I think we need to kill them all and take all their treasure. They luckily had a secret treasure fort right off the coast mm. of France that they quickly loaded up with gold and then sent those ships to the New World and then founded Sick. America, which is like where the conspiracy theory fucking falls apart. Yeah, like I Ryan see. Space says it all. I see. It, it's that um, uh, the Tom Hanks movie. That was a book that was really popular in the mid two thousands. Before that, hmm? the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Da Vinci Code. It's Da Vinci Code shit. Mm, I see. But oh, I had I, I the first few parts, uh, right? I found the story about Castle Frankenstein and the dragon. Oh, oh yeah. Hit, let so... me let me do this legend, and then you hit me hit me with that one. Okay. We'll fucking pass the pipe. Sure, sure. The dragon <laughs> pipe. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, back back to the uh, the row beast. Um. What made it more terrifying than any of the other dragons is that it had human level intelligence, which is oh. like something you see in D and D dragons, but not in all stories of dragons. Unlike our poor yeah. stupid white dragons, 
So I guess in set- East Asian dragons are like they're they're assumed to be really intelligent, right? Yeah, yeah, they're they're often ta- tantamount Symbols to gods, of wisdom, right? Yeah, yeah. They're so like very different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this dude used his human level intelligence to lay cunning traps and enjoyed sadistically torturing and eating people. <laughs> All right, so he used it in the mean way. Yeah. <laughs> he used it in the not good way. <laughs> yeah. Right. Not 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 someone I want to hang out with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, probably uh, well, maybe a little, but no. <laughs> yeah. Probably so interestingly, uh, many Christian knights went and tried to kill this guy. All of them failed. The dragon killed and ate all the Christian knights. Wow. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> so yeah. in uh, in Western France, so you're like zero and twelve against the dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so in France's Western France's greatest hour of need, uh, unbidden, uh, seven pagan heroes sailed ashore from somewhere deep in the ocean. Maybe they were Vikings. Who knows? Who knows? So from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So using the cover of high tide, they sailed up to the dragon's little fort, and with the element of surprise, kicked its fucking ass. Oh, they beat the row beast so bad. He panicked and fled inland to Pont de la Pierre. Where Pont he? de la Pierre. Uh, where they did a super combo attack on him. Oh, <laughs> sick. Uh, yeah, like a yeah, super like drop team combo attack. Him or something. No, so they each drew arrows or bows, some or both of which were magic, depending okay. on the telling. And they fired oh, seven. Wait, wait magic? <laughs> yeah, they had magic bow and arrows. Okay. Yep. They had, they had plus, plus one, one bows and arrows. They had plus one magic bows and arrows. Yeah, they okay. had magic enchantments. The yeah. Christian knights? No, the Christian knights are all dead. These are the pagan guys who sailed oh, from somewhere in the sea. Oh, badasses who are allowed to use magic. Yeah. They had, they had, three, they had three bars in Marvel. And they, yeah. They did a whole They just combo. did their super. Yeah. yeah, they did a whole triper combo. Yeah. They built up, they built up their, their mana bar. <laughs> and then they did... And then, because all seven of them attacked at once, they hit all the buttons, they did their assists, they air-juggled the fuck out of this dragon. <laughs> it's a huge disappointment. The crowd went wild at Evo. Yeah. Uh, no. What they did was they all fired their magic arrows at the same time. Two arrows pierced the dragon's eyes, two pierced its ears, no. and two two oh. sealed its nostrils, and one pinned its mouth shut. Wow. Wow. Those are they some hardcore them. arrows. They That's fucked pretty badass. Up. That's great. Uh, so weakened but still alive, they kicked the dragon into a deep well. Okay. Oh. Um, where it's still... How do they find a well that big? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big, it a big sinkhole. It's a big, big sinkhole. sinkhole. Yeah. It's a big sinkhole that they call the well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They sparted him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. They sparted his ass. Um, and so he was defeated, but still alive. So they built a, a they built a Cromlech, which is like think Stonehenge. Oh, okay. So they so built like, a Stonehenge so... on top of him to keep him trapped. And there are seven pillars of stone, or there were they were destroyed hundreds of years ago now by oh, no. and stuff like that. But there used to be seven pillars of stone that were standing watch, all facing the center of this Cromlech. And it was said to be like the heroes themselves turned to stone. And we're waiting and watching for something to go bad. No, when, like, the seven for... seals have been broken. Exactly. And if, if the <laughs> row beast were to ever wake up, they'd pop out of their stones and come put them back. Combo, at, combo attack his ass again. 
That's very reminds would, me of he um. Would come out, and then he would go and put down. I don't know why that reminds me of Legends, some kind of Legends of Zelda like fucking bullshit. Yeah, this <laughs> kind of sounds like the Seven Sages, right? Because Ganondorf can never be defeated, only imprisoned or banished. Yeah, temporarily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta like mega murder him if you want to get rid of him. For yeah, good, but that's mm-hmm. impossible. Yeah, it's not possible because he's part of the Triforce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a great yeah. video by I think it's Religion for Breakfast who is who's done like a demonology of Hyrule and he's like the the Hyrule religion's really pessimistic because evil can't be defeated and the gods can't save you from evil. You are stuck permanently in a reincarnation cycle along with an evil beast that will come back every hundred years and no matter what, ruin everything. And things will get ruined. Eventually, the hero of time will come along and fix things. But there is no yeah. stopping it. The apocalypse will happen again and again and again. That's okay. A week will come and he'll, uh, he'll, he'll save us. You have to live through the apocalypse first. <laughs> That's why it's pessimistic. Link's not going to stop Ganon until it's too late. He'll yeah. set things right, but only after everything's fucked. Yeah. yeah. You know, a kid will come along. You wait about... 10, 12 years till he's able to hold a sword and then you're like, ah! all the way in the. <laughs> this is really Shove good. a sword into a pig's mouth, you know? Yes. And then he'll get killed by a bunch of cuckoos. Yeah. He'll exactly. Okay. Yeah. He'll hit a chicken wrong and then, you know, he, he goes right beyond and he'll come back another 100 years later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he'll like, run into every house doctor. he can find and smash all the pots and steal all your money. You just you have to let him do that. You just That's part of you gotta stop putting your rupees in the pots. Mm-hmm. You'd think they'd learn after <laughs> the only place I a thousand have, years. You know? <laughs> it's like you're telling me not to put my money in a sock underneath my mattress. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the hero time will come by and yeah. flip over my stuff. <laughs> Wasn't there only one bank in Legend of Zelda? Like, isn't the only bank in the um, Majora's Mask, and it's kind of a scam yeah, that you have to play only... along with to get a mask? Yeah. And so, in yeah. Pandora's Mask, there was a, a banker who will retain all of your money even after you turn back time, which is like, how? Who knows? <laughs> but apparently, so like everyone will lose their memory and everything will return back to normal, except investments. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's, so it's not like every time you go back in time after you make the, the account with the banker, he goes, huh, that's strange. There's already an account here in your name. Well, here's all the money that's in it, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> "That's kind of fucked." It, yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. That's the only thing that persists through time: money, <laughs> money, <laughs> money, not in your pocket. Um, that's funny. But yeah, he's the only banker, and if uh, if you give enough money, you you get a heart piece. I see. Oh man. Weird. Okay, so it's not a scam. So my memory was wrong. Not Maybe a scam. more people he need to trust you, that banker. Maybe. Oh, yeah, he's, he's got like cool. some kind of quantum powers and shit. Yeah. yeah he's got a quantum <laughs> safe. Yeah. <laughs> New DD magic item. Time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think so I think you're thinking it's a scam because across the street from him is the uh is the pawn shop. Ah. Uh, <laughs> ah, I yeah. see. It's, it's the been a pawn while. shop that will sell you back your bottle if you get stolen by the condor. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Fucker. Mm-hmm. Piece of shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, the story of the Roby says that he's still trapped down there. So every time mm. he gets mad and thrashes around, causes it's an, like earthquake. an earthquake. Um, when he howls, that's what causes the really powerful winds to blow down, like into the, you know, 
into the from the ocean. It's the you know they come to try to free him. Um, and it see. said that if he were ever to face west and howl west, he would cause a storm that would destroy all the all the islands France has. I wow. See. But um, that's only if he does it westward. Yeah. <laughs> but again, those wow. stones are gone, so maybe he's already free. And he is, per uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, he's free. He's causing climate change. Maybe. Maybe sea level's rising. Those islands are going to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm just saying. Maybe he's taking oh, human man. form. And he's, yeah. uh, An inconvenient he's truth. <laughs> uh, did you guys read Immortal Hulk? Uh, Immortal Hulk? Nah, I don't remember Immortal Hulk. One of the bad guys in that is, like, a a minotaur who wants to cause climate change, and he's made himself, like, the the majority stockholder in an oil company in Roxxon, where he's like, yeah, we're intentionally fracking and shit, because, like, I want to free the Titans and ruin everything, and make the planet uninhabitable for mortals. I see. like, that makes sense. That's right. (laughs) Marvel knows the truth. Yeah, I learned how to do business just so I can fuck up the earth. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you have to give him props, you know. I guess so. Yeah, he, fi- he found guys, out a way. What, what do you guys think of the row? Pretty great. Uh, pretty cool dragon. Pretty cool mm-hmm. dragon. A great. Um, I love it when I dragons like become like explanations him. for nature phenomena. Yeah. You know that, that's pretty cool. Speaking of dragons and wells, I love the fact that like you know. He had seven pillar uh, yeah. seal guardians. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. That's super dope. Steal it. Yeah. Steal it for your D&D game. Yeah, set it up like, oh, six of the pillars have disintegrated due to time, but one stands tall, and the dragon breaks free, and then he gets reborn. He, yeah. he unpetrifies. Yeah. And you have and to you, help you, the hero. The heroes the, can't kill the dragon. They can only five. put it back yeah. in the hole. Yeah. Exactly. Where you like the seven magic items become the six that fill in the spot. <laughs> yep, free content. Yeah, free content. Speaking of, put them in the hole. <laughs> speaking yeah. of dragons, oh man. So yeah, so just I looked, looked up, up the castle uh, Frankenstein Frank- dragon story. Yeah, Frankenstein yeah. castle it has a has a legend regard uh, involving a dragon. Okay. Let's see here. Castle Good luck with the German, the completely unpracticed German. Yeah, it is. It is in Germany, actually. Yeah, right, because, Fra- I mean, I think in the Odenwald. book, Frankenstein is Swiss, but Frankenstein's a German name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frankenstein, uh, oh, man. Castle Frankenstein, German Berg Frankenstein, is a hilltop castle in Odenwald overlooking the city of Darmstadt in Germany. The castle has been an inspiration for Mary Shelley when she like, when she wrote 1818 gothic novel Frankenstein over the modern One of your Prometheus. favorite books. Yeah, One of my favorite book. books. Yeah, it's a great book. But anyway, here's the, some legends and myths regarding it. Let's see. Lord George and the Dragon. Yeah. Let's see here. And this is all off Wikipedia here. But uh, let's Lord see. Lord George. One of the most famous legends is about Lord George and a dragon by August Nodnagel. Nodnagel. Nodnagel, I think. Ugh. August Nodnagel. Whichever works. Yeah, from we, 1803 to always, 1853. Uh, we, we don't mean to insult, we're doing our best. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing my best here. It is said that long ago, a dangerous dragon lived in the garden near the well at the castle of Berg Frankenstein. Another the fucking well of, dragon. I know, right? The peasants of neighboring village Niederbierbach lived in fear of the mighty dragon. It is said that the dragon would creep in at night and eat the villagers and their children in their sleep. 
One day a knight by the name of Lord George rode into town. The townsfolk were desperate, seeing a brave knight gave them hope, and they poured out their troubles and sorrows as he promised to help them. Paladins, man. <laughs> Got Bless him. you. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> The next day he put on his armor and rode up to the castle, into the garden, and straight to the well where the dragon was taking a rest in the sun. That's Lord George nice. got off his horse and attacked the dragon. The dragon fought for his life, puffed and puffed, and spewed out fire and steam. Hours passed as the two continued to battle. Finally, as the knight was about to drop from exhaustion, and just as the dragon was going to drop from exhaustion... The knight plunged his sword into the underbelly of the beast and was victorious. But as the dragon struggled in agony, it coiled its tail with the poisonous spine around the knight's belly and stung Lord George and the dragon. And, and stung Lord George and the dragon both fell. The villagers were so happy and relieved that the dragon was finally slain they wanted to give the knight a proper honorable burial. They brought him to the church of Nidir Birbach and in the valley and the on the east of the castle, and gave him a marvelous tomb. To this day, you can still visit and pay your respects to Lord George, the knight who slew the dragon in the 13th century. That's pretty Damn, neat. I want to go cool. there. I want to yep. go there. See I bet, that. That I bet you can go. Yeah. Huh? I wonder yeah, what Rick, happened. It sounds Lord George. It, it rings true a lot of the myths that we've talked about. What was it? The... the um, what was the uh, the monster the the what was the monster that we read about with the poisonous tail? Uh, the basilisk. The basilisk. Often. Oh, yeah, it it kind of sounds like a basilisk that he fought. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, so yeah. funny to me that like I mean, like we'll we'll do wyverns eventually, but like it's so funny to mm. me that so many of these we think of dragons as being fire breathing now, but in so many of these stories they're venomous like a snake. Yeah. You know, they're poisonous. And still, this one poisonous, had a, yeah. a poisonous tail like a scorpion. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. But yeah, there's beautiful. The forest looks so spooky around this. The oh, pictures I bet I'm that's seeing. the Black Forest if it's in the middle of Germany, you know? Maybe, yeah. It's it's really that spooky. The forest is always spooky. Yeah, it's it reminds me those... of Appalachia in some ways. Yeah, I don't think it's that's where all too... really cool myths and stories come from. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Something about a deep, dark forest is just, you know. Yeah. Spooky. <laughs> uh, I did. I didn't write the story like, down, but while we're talking about dragons and wells, do you, uh, do you guys know the story of the Lambton Worm? And Julio, the worm. for for uh, you're a Magic the Gathering guy, so this is W Y R M, like the dragon kind of worm. Right, 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 right. Like the worm of Ouroboros. Yeah, which is one of the, the stories. Short version that, that... is. Oh, sorry, go go for it. Yeah, it was like a story that one of the stories that inspired Tolkien, right? I, yes, think, I, I, I think mean, it came out before Lord of the Rings, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it yeah, very, it's like a... Yeah. It's an old folk legend from Lambton where, mm -hmm. like, this this guy, the young Lord Lambton, like, was like, screw church, I'm going to go fishing instead. <laughs> and he pulled up a little tiny snake from the river, and he's like, oh, you're my new friend, I love you. <laughs> and then he didn't want to be caught with, with a dragon, so he plopped it in the well. Um, and then, you know, it, he, he'd feed it occasionally... And he mostly left it alone. And then he had to go away to the Crusades for seven years. And he came back and he found that his, like, dad's estate was ruined because, like, this worm had grown to draconic proportions. It had poisoned the well. And every night it would, like, crawl out of the well and eat all, like, the livestock in the area. Mm -hmm. 
So Again, I, in a well. In a well, yeah, <laughs> that's my point. Like I didn't I, I should have written this one down, but there's a weird France, England, and Germany were saying three European countries where dragon is poisonous and lives in a well. Yeah. I guess the row wasn't poisonous, but you they, know, in a well under a crumb, like that kind of thing. Something about wells <laughs> is just like spooky and mysterious. I've told you mm. there's a sealed up well in my house in my unfinished basement, right? Like it's yeah. very spooky. That is spooky. Well, why like, would you need it's one? Like, it's like why? Ringu at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's because I live in a what used to be a farmhouse when these were all apple orchards. Hmm. So like, there's still a well in the basement, but like, it's wow. like I said, it's an unfinished basement. So the ceiling is low. It's covered in that fine like, I don't know how to describe it. That fine under the basement dirt, and then like, there's just this uh. sealed up well that it's like is one of the only solid not dirt things on the floor that slightly rises up from the ground. Spooky. I wonder what's directly above it in your house. <laughs> uh, what's directly above it is got to be actually it might be my computer desk. <laughs> hmm. What <laughs> your yeah. computer? <laughs> my yeah, my specifically my computer desk because it's on the. Um, oh, I see. It's against the northern wall, which is where my computer desk is. So if it's not that, <laughs> it's the couch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that is spooky, though. Sealed up wells are just. Uh, after I watching like the it. ring, I don't like it's it either. It's bad energy. <laughs> yeah. It's bad juju. Never mind Bella <laughs> whistling in the background there. We I got our own, little, guess here. our own little yeah. dragon. Yeah. How about a how about a dragon from somewhere not Europe? I got a couple of weird weirder ones for you guys. Oh, sweet. Have you ever Lin, heard of Lin the uh, the Beta of Ghana? The Beta of Ghana? Yeah. No. Ghana's in Africa, right? Yeah. The Beta's the oh, name man. of the dragon. The Beta. Uh, before I like get into it, so like uh, I'm kind of stretching things here. Like a lot of times people will be like, the, you know, oh, dragons are in every culture. Look at this culture. It's got a dragon and its dragon is just a big snake. And I feel like there's a difference between a dragon and a big snake, right? I feel yeah. like there is too. I can see how in like early, a... early mythology, early stories, yeah. you can you can kind of misconstrue them. I think, I think now you know we have so many categories for different kinds of things that, yeah. you know, yeah, but I can I can see how a big snake could be seen as a dragon or like you know. Yeah, it, it's yeah. one of those things too, where it's like I'm not sure what the cutoff from magical big snake to worm to dragon is, but I guess it's like porn. Like I'll know it when I see it. Yeah, <laughs> hard to define, but I, I, I feel like wings should be that. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like, know. Are, should be so the indicator. Are worms dragons then? Because they don't got they don't got wings, but they like a lot of them breathe the fire. I like to think of dragon as like a an umbrella term. Yeah. For like a lot of different um like mytho mythological creatures. You know, and there's like worms which are dragons but without legs and shit or like or like without wings. And then yeah. there's like drakes and then there's like there's then there's like wyverns and there's basilisks and there's you know, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I think so basilisk is pretty you know? clearly Yeah, exactly. Like we we so often talk about on the show like well, you know, the difference, we today we think, like, demons, you know, mm -hmm. ghosts, werewolves, vampires are all very different things. But, mm -hmm. like, to people at the time, they weren't. 
Like the yeah. difference between a fairy and a devil was not. Yeah, or the fair a fairy and an elf. You know. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so maybe I'm splitting hairs here, but I think this one uh, still counts as a dragon because it sits on a big horn. It sits on a big horde. And uh, you got to sacrifice virgins to it, which is a classic dragon thing, right? Yeah, it sounds like a dragon thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, and so if you thought our French and German was bad, just wait till you hear my Ghanese. Um, oh, hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, the Beda of Wagadu is an ancient, like, snake god. Mm-hmm. It was a massive, writhing black serpent. And uh, when the, the Empire of Ghana was first founded... They, like, made a warlock sort of pact with this god, where the god was like, hey, I will help you protect the kingdom. I will make it rain, which, when you're close to the Sahara, is important. And also, I'll make it rain gold three times a year. So you'll be rich, you'll you'll have food, and you'll be safe. All you gotta do is sacrifice me, depending on the version of the story, between one and ten virgins every year. One and ten virgins. Some stories it's just one, some stories it's ten, you know. But the this dude eats this dude loves to eat virgins. I see. I mean, it's funny. I I think of that uh that one joke from from uh what's it, the what we do in the shadows or something. It was like, you know, yeah. people talk about, you know, when they eat a, a virgin, you know, like I like to know that someone didn't fuck it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Someone didn't fuck this sandwich, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I love what we do in the shadows. I love your main. That's a great show. I need to continue watching it because yeah, there's I a new season, seen the right? Show, but I only hear. I good need things. to see the original film. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The film is so good. I love the film. Yeah, the movie's great. The movie's really good, and there's it's a one series. of the most quotable comedies in like a decade. Well, so I like the episodes with the werewolves. They're they're my favorites. I think. <laughs> oh yeah, with um, well, what made what, me uh, Darby's smile is fantastic. was knowing that yeah. like Jermaine has worked with uh reese darby for so long <laughs> yeah more so than brett funny enough they have they gone yeah, their brett separate took ways? A break. brett took a yep. break huh yeah yeah and mm. jermaine just kept writing like jermaine kept writing songs and comedies with taika like he's a, he was in moana he's in his new movie yeah. like yeah, first yeah. goal wins or something like that anyway jermaine's so great love jermaine yeah they're all good wonderful, like, but yeah the new zealand cop and reese darby yeah. Using comedies to rules, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, I got sidetracked. Okay, yeah, the Beta. The Beta. The Beta. Uh, so this went on for the centuries. Beta. Living until Libida. Living Libida Loca. Loca. <laughs> I'm snake god crazy. So yes, the, 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 uh, the, the, the people of Wagadu lived Libida Loca for centuries until one day they were like, who is the hottest virgin in town? It is Sia. Sorry, Sia, mm. we got to sacrifice you to the Beta. Sorry, dog. Right. <laughs> uh, so this was uh, th- this was unfortunate because Sia was engaged to uh, Mahdi, who is sort of oh. like uh, uh, like an Odysseus or a Hercules or, you know, like he's like, a, or a Beowulf. Legendary like a, hero, right? Yeah, exactly. I see. He, he's pretty important. Exactly, and um, Mahdi's superpower is like he never breaks a vow. Mm-hmm. He will do uh, accomplish supernatural feats to not let somebody down. So kind of like a Superman wow. thing, I guess. I see. I see. Um, Makes sense. He was also a noble, but you know, of course, that huh. helps. 
So like, yeah. um, of course, when Sia heard that she was going to be sacrificed to the drag to the to the beta, she cried and she cried and she wept because she you know didn't want to get eaten by a giant snake monster. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, fair. everyone was like, you know, you know, it's a real honor to be chosen. It sucks. We're gonna miss you, but you know, you're gonna keep us all safe for another year when you get sacrificed. You know, this is the right thing to do. It sucks, but hey, you know, we really appreciate it. And they like convinced her and i i guess depending on your cultural reading either they like they convinced her that collectivism was more important than individualism or they fucking gaslit the shit out of her um yeah it depends on how you see it yeah, yeah. uh so depends. eventually she's like hey Madi, my beloved my sweet fiance bad news uh they're gonna sacrifice me to the snake god mm. i gotta go die i gotta <laughs> go die um so Madi promised her that she would not die in its cave in the sacred grove. And she's like, don't stop. Because if if you if you make that promise, who knows what'll happen? Like we need the water, we need the protection, we need the gold. And he's like, It's too late, I've already sworn it. I love you. <laughs> For the greater like, sorry. Glory. It's already working. <laughs> yep. So see ya. Like a sword grows out of his hand. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna go stop the snake god. <laughs> You're so close. Uh, so Sia tried to, like, you were two sentences away from the sword. Like, you were so close, Ryan. <laughs> so Sia tried to convince her that, like, this was her destiny, was to be sacrificed. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, buddy, it's my destiny to save you. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, please stop. And he's like, look, both our destinies are set in stone. They're our destinies. We can't change it. We just have to see yeah. what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he went to his buddy, the Smith, to help him make a powerful sword. Um, and I'm not sure if this is true in the for the people of Ghana and Wagadu, but I know in other West African stories, Smiths are like wizards, which makes sense when you think about it. Like this dude can take a rock and turn it into like a fucking sword, like right? Yeah, like, it is. I can see. I, I can see how steel. like back then you think of them as like wizards. Yeah. Yeah. So like when it's I say like a he form went of the... alchemy almost, you know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So like you when know? I say I mean, he like, went to the smith, it's fair. not like he went to the corner store to pick up a new sword. It's like he yeah. sought out his friend, the powerful wizard, to make him a powerful weapon, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, the guy who was making the sword probably doesn't know how it's being made on mm. a scientific level. It's just all, like, extinct and experience <laughs> that yeah. they built. Yeah. From well, again, I, I, that's also magic, you know? They're like, I am a wizard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like, um, I, like, I know in uh, Sundiata, which is like the Mali, so it's like really close and over modern Mali overlaps with this part of the world. Like, uh, Sundiata the Hunter is a story for Mali. And in that story, all of the Smiths have their own unique weapons. And the book, the epic poem really struggles to describe them because they're like they're not swords they're not axes they're weapons you've never seen before they're so cool and the knowledge of how to make them died with the smiths whoa, with the smiths whoa. passed away there, so like every no, smith it, had their own it, secret ninja weapon and also it was a closely guarded secret of like how to smelt all the steel and stuff like that like it was alchemy yeah. it was magic it was only for the knowledgeable few yeah so like the, i'm not sure if that cool, applies right? here i'm all cards on the table i'm assuming they're neighboring cultures but like you know. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty rad. I yeah. wonder I wonder what kind of weapon they had. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. Who knows, man? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um <laughs> anyway, so like 
what body got was he got a special saber made. Ooh. I like sabers. Sabers yeah. are cool. Yeah. Uh, and so like he he then like laid low until the day of the sacrifice came. And mm-hmm. you know you know how sacrifices go. They put Sia in the most beautiful clothes they could find, all the nicest silks. Um, Molly was at one point, you know, the sort of region of the world was at one point in history, like the biggest gold mine in the world. And maybe that's because mm. of the snake, you know, maybe that's because mm. of the beta. So they put all the gold jewelry on her. They put tons of gold in her hair and they're like, so sorry, Sia. Thank you so much for your brave sacrifice. Uh, <laughs> we're going to miss you. Time to go take you to the beta. So like, hmm. as you know, she's earlier, being like, we big were talking pers- about the, yeah. Earlier we were talking about the, uh, uh, what we do in the shadows part where they're like, oh, I kind of like to know that no one's fucked my food. My sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the the people throwing the gold on her, like, <laughs> would they be like, oh, it's so fancy. They put all these gold flakes on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Molly just had like, a ton it, does of it gold. Does it turn it up to, like, a, like a five-star, like, <laughs> like, bougie <laughs> filet? Because you know you can't filet taste the gold flakes. Like gold it flakes. Yeah. It doesn't affect the taste. It doesn't. It doesn't. You just poop it right out. It's, it's you just poop it out. It's like you, 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 know? you, you spend all that money just to poop gold. Yeah, the, the, you know. And I would if like, I oh, if I ever did that. Snake I, I oh. would like I would like capture the poop and probably sift it out. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's so little gold. Is it worth it? Yes. Anyway. Okay. Yes. I paid for it. I don't it's know, doubly man. my gold because now it's in my gold easy, foil see? is so like <laughs> I, I feel like that shouldn't be allowed i feel like it should be illegal i don't know That's yeah. just me. what it seems wasteful gold. but what do i it's know it's super wasteful you know it's a it's a weird flex to be it's like a weird oh, flex, I'm yeah. gold today yeah gold doesn't you know what's taste my favorite thing to do take my steak put a gold leaf on it <laughs> yeah yeah why I just know. because i, I remember just flex i think yeah. i think of because I, I remember for a little bit in high school, I was super fascinated by edible paint. And I looked up edible edible gold paint that you can just spray onto, onto food and, like, make it gold. And, like, I don't think it has any real gold in it. I don't know what it is or what it's no, made it, out of. It's, it's like food coloring. <laughs> yeah, but it's, like, metallic and shit. And, like, yeah. I know in large doses it's got to be toxic because I remember watching... Oh, the, for sure. Yeah. I remember watching the Game Grumps, like, spray edible silver paint on the on his face, you know, and... Mad Max style. Whole, Mad Max style, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's that like, was this funny. is not healthy. But, yeah, it was yeah. disgusting. <laughs> it tasted really bad, but, you know, it's... I, like... <laughs> I kind of want to get some though and spray it on a burger, make it make a gold <laughs> burger, make a pretty patty. I would I would yeah. do it with uh, yeah I would I would uh, I would do it with an In and Out burger specifically yeah. I miss In and Out. It's a probably, pretty patty except it's In-N-Out, a shiny yeah. version that I ran into in the grass. You I haven't had dinner yet. I came I came I came off a nice little hike and I went straight to podcasting and now I'm, like, I'm hungry too. I I'm want In and Out. I can't yeah. get it. As we speak, my wife's making dinner, and I'm just like, oh. I'm so hungry right All now. good. <laughs> That's the and, best. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. speaking of eating things. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Beta is her... about to eat this eat this sexy yeah. version, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's saw he, he's about to eat the best one more time. Meal of his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she one was like, time. don't do it. 
stop. And he was just like, <laughs> showed up in the crowd. He's like, but yeah she was like Madi, if you do this you're gonna doom the empire he's like sword yeah it's oh, too late God. i made this i had the sword made it's too late my wizard friend he he did it he yeah. one day I wonder if the wizard had any qualms about this and they're like, you know, this is kind of a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, the story no, the I found didn't... Like, I, think it's, I think it's a case of wizards in a sense and right or wrong, because the wizard did not have an opinion. Like, Yeah, I guess that's true. Wizards seem to... famously on the yeah. side of chaos, right? <laughs> yeah. On the side of selfish no, like, disinterest. Selfish disinterest. I get disinterest. to do it. I get to make something. Let's go. Hey. Yeah. He's like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so the, the the procession dumped her in her cave and left because nobody wanted to see her get fucking destroyed by a giant snake. Yeah. yeah. I Dragon. get it. Uh, mm-hmm. So then Madi snuck in and uh, right as the Beta was about to eat his fiance, um, he showed up and cut off its head. And now, depending on the story, it either had seven heads to start with or it grew every like a hydra and he chopped oh, off God. every head one by one. Or every time he chopped off a head, it grew another head. And then, like, after seven heads got chopped off. um, It died. Either way, whatever the last head is, this head is made of pure silver. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Um, And the head is like, hey, if you succeed, if you kill me now, for 14 years, 14 months, and 14 days, no rain, and especially no gold-ass rain, will fall on Wagadu. You're going to do everyone you know and you love to get completely uh to die in droughts and stuff like that like let me eat your girlfriend <laughs> and Madi's like fuck that he kills the beta yeah. right he saves oh. sia but dooms the empire yeah for reasons i'm not super clear on he then leaves his scabbard and shoes and hat with sia and is like if anybody asks what happened here just show him this and then he goes and hides in his mom's house <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like nobody's gonna uh, think to look for him there. <laughs> yeah. Right? So like the 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 group comes back and they're like, "Is Sia gone? Did you eat her? Are we cool? Vita, Vita. Oh they no! Seven heads. Someone cut off floor. all his heads. <laughs> Who could have done it? So yeah, the, the, there's then the Cinderella thing where everyone has to put their feet in the shoes, their head in the hat, and their sword in the scabbards. And eventually, the only person they find who fits all of them is Madi. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Madi, you've doomed the Empire, you've doomed us all. Right. Like, what, uh, what, what, what kind of penance comes his way, I wonder? So, so 99 nobles come together, and they're like, everyone's going to die now. You've yeah. ruined everything. Um, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to kill you. And his mom is like, don't kill my son. Like, yeah, he kind of goofed here, but like, it's only 14 years of drought. Like, if we... We, 99 plus me, so I guess 100 nobles come together Wait, and share 14, our resources. It's 14 years, 14 months, and 14 weeks? 14, 14 days. days? Yeah. yeah. So like six years, 16 years and change. Like, if we come together and share our resources, we can all make it out of this. Right. Uh, but the nobles were still pissed. So she's like, okay, fine. It was my son, so we will share all of our resources, making sure the people survive. And uh, one woman could not take care of an entire country worth of people and that's the reason the empire's no longer around she tried really hard yeah i mean hey 
like yeah, good honor. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm gonna try to make this work. <laughs> yeah. For us. She mm-hmm. did the right thing. The nobles could have done the right thing and helped care for everyone. You know what I mean? But they like did. Yeah. Yeah. They hated it. It's, every... a, it's, a, it's an important story about like the the rich will not protect you. Yeah. I guess that's true, yeah. Also yeah. like Except it's for a story one really of like it's a story of like sacrifice and being able to accept sacrifice, I guess, for the greater good. Yeah. You know, I guess, yeah. But what if but what if you get a really sweet sword out of it? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get the sword out of it. He got the sword he, for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. He didn't get anything well, out I mean, of it like other than his fiance. Like technically yeah. that's just his sword for good afterwards. Did uh yeah. what was the what was the lady's name? The the Sia. sacrifice? Sia? Sia did Sia did Sia and uh and him they did they end up getting married, have kids and that shit or kind of deal? Do we know? Um, or does she just leave him after that? Not none of us I in the sources I find they're like, yeah, they get married and stuff like that, but like I didn't mm-hmm. see anything about kids. Like the point of the story is not that they get to live happily ever after. It's like right. it's the tragic fall that. of this empire at the hands of this hero who you know mm-hmm. di- went against the odds for love and ended up dooming everybody. I love I love how old old um history is like as the farther we go back, the more the more like tall tailish it becomes, yeah. you know. The more like abstract it becomes, the more unbelievable it becomes. Yeah, there's and like I a wonder... real sense of like there was a time of legends, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we're cool. closing out. I got one more real weird dragon for you, if you guys like Go it. Go for it. All right. Yeah. All right. Have you? Uh, this one's close to my heart because I spent some time in New Zealand. Um, like went to school there and stuff like that. Have you ever heard if of a any Tommy place Thaw? had a dragon? It's got to be New Zealand. Yeah, right. I guess taking it all it the way back be. to our Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Stuff. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Have you heard of a Tanifa before? Tanifa. Oh, what? Tanifa. 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 Yeah. No. 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 Uh, it's a magic card, by the way. So look that up later. <laughs> oh, it is. I got yeah. okay. Tanifa. How do you spell yeah. that? Uh, it's it's Maori, Maori so it's T A N I W H A W H. Weird that the pronunciation I'm most co- I'm most uh, confident in is the Maori one. Ooh, ooh! I'm seeing some interesting. Oh wow! All right, let me interesting carvings. Wow, that one's carved into rock by the river. That's yeah, beautiful. Go, do you want to describe it? There's not really. We haven't really had descriptions, but there's a ton it's... of. It's hard to describe, but this one kind of looks like an alligator. Yeah, like there, there's, there's a, an image that looks like a like a red sea serpent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like the one but that it has like, like dragon yeah. claws. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty badass. Yeah, um, I I think so. Like a, a tanifa is a, a they can shape shift, but they are dragon like or sea serpent like uh, creatures that can also like uh, take the form of other. Uh, aquatic animals mm. um, and interestingly enough like uh, the Maori word for great white shark is mongo tanifa because mm-hmm. like they see it as a type of these sort of like dragons I can see that great yeah. white shark hell yeah <laughs> some kind yeah, of yeah. like I mean like can you imagine a scarier thing like in the real no. world like <laughs> being in the, I mean, being in the water with the great white shark nah, nah. yeah 
Nope, I think nope, we've nope, talked nope, about nope. this before, but have you seen all like the footage from, I think his name is Malibu artist where he just like flies a little drone out over Malibu and there's just so many like Sharks. little baby great. And when I say little baby, I think they're still like 12 feet long, like great whites. Yeah. They're just like, Hey, what's going on here? Yeah, that's cool. Nobody gets that's hurt. Cool. Great white, you protect sharks. They're really important. I love sharks. Yeah. Sharks are important. It's good to protect them, save the oceans. But I know. would not want to be unprotected in the water with a great white. Me neither. No. Maybe in a cage. Yeah. Maybe in a cage. Yeah, if I was in a cage. Yeah. I would love to be in a cage, but I keep thinking about like what happens if the chain breaks and I'm stuck in the yeah. cage. Is it <laughs> yeah, is yeah, yeah. going down? Yeah, it's, that sounds like a bad time, yeah. That, that sounds uh, very scary. Yeah, yeah. maybe cool. not in a cage. Maybe on a boat, in a big boat. <laughs> yeah, a glass-bottom boat Not a submersible. But yeah. very anti- yeah, I don't want to get uh, ocean-gated. stuck in a cage underwater. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, the Tanifa, they're often, they're often depicted as hungry monsters protecting treasure hordes, like a European dragon, but they're more often like guardian spirits who sometimes protect people or places. That's cool. And so sort of like how Irish families can have a banshee that like will only will be like, hey, someone important in your family is going to die. Some Maori families or tribes can have like a, ta- a Tanifa where they're like, yeah, we live by this river. We know there is a Tanifa in this river who is our like totemic, you know, guardian. Like they pay tribute to him maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So like they're, this... they're a family dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Like I think the 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 writer of Whale Rider, who's like a you know a culturally important New Zealand film, like I think he has a per, he th- he thinks he has a personal Tanifa who lives in the ocean near his house. That's cool. Often takes the yeah. So like they can Is be used also in a well in the basement that's been untouched for years. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, so let's. I got a tanny. I got one of the more like scary Tanifa stories for you here, if you want to hear it. Awesome. Yeah. Go ahead. So there there used to be a good chief named Tuariki. And he, one day he caught a shark and he named it Tute, uh, Tute Poroporo and he loved it okay. and he raised it like his pet. Mm, nice. I would That's too. Cool. I would too, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and I guess like a Pokemon, he raised it up, he trained it, uh, and soon <laughs> it was, it grew to the size they of a whale. Bite. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Uh. I guess, like, it's like a Clifford situation. Like, his love for Tuate Poro Poro caused it to grow. He just keep growing. I see. Made, made it fucking huge. Made it huge. <laughs> uh, and it didn't stop growing once it reached the size of a whale. Its skin started to get harder and spikier. It got a lizard or a crocodile-like tail. And it grew bat wings. And its uh, its fins became hawk-like claws. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love for someone to draw this, like a shark body, the crocodile tail, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. In some stories, uh, he gets the head of a hawk, but still has uh, shark teeth. And in other stories, he just has like the eyes of a hawk and like still the face of a shark with all the shark teeth. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah. Sounds pretty dragony to me, door. I gotta say. Very dragony, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I mean, uh, one day... You know, I think... I think um... I mean, going back to dragons a little bit, like dragons are kind of an amalgamation of animal parts, right? Oh, like, for to sure. Begin with. Like European dragons, Asian dragons, East Asian dragons, yeah. you know? Yeah, they're all, yeah, they, they kind like of take parts of other animals. Or... Yeah. Yeah, famously. Like the body of a tiger, wings of a bat, tail of a snake or whatever. 
a yeah, long like, giraffe-like it, neck, maybe, you know? Yeah. A lot of East Asian dragons incorporate, like, horse features, because horses are seen as, like, majestic and noble, too. Like, it's really... We didn't test it on any East Asian dragons, because, like, um, not my not my realm of expertise, but obviously there's a much yes, longer, true, yeah. more in-depth dragon history over there than in Europe. Yeah, for real. A little bit more deep and yeah, mysterious, so, you know? I almost included some stories of like people sacrificing stuff to dragons or blaming dragons for like dams failing or droughts and stuff. Like, mm, yeah. Anyway, uh, go look it up. Somebody more experienced there should tell you. Like, there's a bunch of really cool stuff. But mm-hmm. We only had so much time, and it's already a two-parter. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyway, uh, one day, Good Chief uh, Tuatariki was killed when warriors from a rival tribe who lived on the Wanganui River, uh, caught him. New Zealand is, the, the Maori people used to be a very warlike culture. They do, like, raiding all the time, sort of like Greece and stuff like that. So not uncommon for this to happen. Um, but this broke the heart of Tute Poroporo, and this uh, Tanifa swore vengeance, and he decided to go take out revenge uh, John Wick style, except for instead of a dog being killed, it was his human friend and all the oh, people, no. the Wanganui people he could find. Oh no. <laughs> so I mean, uh, fair. Yeah. yeah. To an extent. So, fair to an extent. Yeah. He, so he <laughs> swam up the river and found uh, a cave he could hide in during the day. And he would just wait there all day and all night. And anytime somebody went to the river to go get food, anybody's time somebody went to the river to go relieve themselves or wash anything or anything like that, get a drink of water canoe down the river he'd just eat them so he was destroying this town for mm. these people he was killing everybody he could catch and he found out holy shit human flesh tastes so good <laughs> he wild. loved it i see wild how good this tastes <laughs> i see he got the bloodlust he got the bloodlust uh, it tasted blood. <laughs> so understandably God. distraught that a single dragon-like creature had cut off all their access from life-giving water they reached out to Ao Kehu, who was like a known dragon slayer. He was a, a Tanifa oh. hunter. Mm. So he cooked up a crazy ass plan. Oh, uh, yeah. So he was like, get me a log, hollow that shit out, okay. seal me inside, put clay on the edges so it's airtight, and then. Get 70 of your best warriors, throw the log into the river, and just, like, wait till I give the signal. What's the signal? <laughs> well, you'll find How's out. How's he going to so get they, the signal? He's sealed inside of a log. So they put him in the log, and they push him out into the river, and sure enough, um, Tute Poroporo came out and just swallowed the log whole in one bite. He was so big at this point. He smelled the human inside the log and was like, I love eating people. <laughs> Oh, and they put it in a little, like, crunchy stick. Yeah. <laughs> Answer the log. Add some texture. Yeah. Uh, but this was uh, when Al Kehu, he launched his big secret plan. He kicked his way out of the log, and it turns out inside the log he'd secreted with him two weapons that were lined with shark's teeth. Okay. And then from inside of the Tanifa's gut, he cut his way out. Oh, okay. Whoa. That's pretty bad. And so mortally yeah, wounded, uh, <laughs> our, our poor little guy who started as a friendly pet shark drifted up to the bank and then all the 70 warriors helped cut uh, Al- Al-Kehu out and killed the Tanifa. And inside his stomach, oh. they found uh, 
they found all the people he had eaten were like they were dead. There was no bringing them back, but they were oh, swallowed whole. There was a ton of magic weapons, a ton of jade amulets inside, and all the canoes he had eaten. Oh, that's cool. That's so they, cool. Yeah, so they buried all their dead friends and family, and then they uh, just let nature destroy the town foe's body. Mm. Sort of like reminds me of Agent K magic. from Men in Black, where he was like, "Eat me." <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Come hey. on, eat me. Eat me. And he shoots himself out. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think of the Tanifa? I got two Tanifa fun facts to close on, but I want to know what you guys think of the Tanifa first. Pretty cool. Uh, tragic story of, you know, yeah. a, a pet. Tragic story. Uh, a yeah, love, it's really a beloved too bad. Pet, you know, just, yeah. just, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a, it's a tragic story, I think. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a pet that, uh, uh, love their, their friends so much. That they had to get revenge in the yeah. biggest way possible. Oh Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and they ended up being a super monster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's pretty dope, though. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I like this story. Uh, yeah. So my first fun fact is like, like I was mentioning, people still believe in Tanifa. Like, although, like it, you know, no culture is a monolith. It varies from person to person. Um, but it does mean that in two thousand two, when uh. They were trying to build, the New Zealand government was trying to build a highway through a part of the uh, Nagati Nahau Maori tribe territory. They're like, you can't, you can't build it here, dog. There's a Tanifa and he will wreck your shit. Yeah. <laughs> and they successfully lobbied and got them to change the path of the freeway. So like, sort of like elves in Iceland and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of these beliefs are still alive. Like, you yeah, can't, can't, you can't come through here. Yeah, yeah. it's just, it's you no go. You come through here. The Tanifo is going to show up. He's going to, one, eat your freeway. Yep. <laughs> Two, eat you. Don't do it. Then he's probably going to fuck us up. That's not good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and, oh, sorry. Go for it, Julio. I mean, it's probably for the best, you know. Yeah. Protect the environment, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's preserve it. this swamp, this important swamp. Yeah. Pres- Got to preserve as much of nature as we can, you know. Yeah. Try to keep in. Try to keep the environment as intact as possible. You know, I think, I think, I don't know if, if I want to take any way, anything away from this episode, it's that, um, save the earth, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think we as humans are put on this earth to protect nature. And I think it's our, it's our, it's our job. It's our duty not to just, you know, take advantage of it, but to protect it and protect the animals and, you know, that's it's us. It's our job. It's it falls yeah. on us as humans Fair. to do Fair. that. Maybe you it's know? poignant then that I'm ending on the uh, the case of an extinct animal. Yeah, <gasps> you guys know oh. what a Mosasaurus is. Moses. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Go for it, Julio. Describe yeah, it. Yeah, it's an it's an old di- it's a not a dinosaur, but like an old reptilian aquatic reptile, right? That's a yeah, giant. Correct. Yeah, it's a giant. You guys like... know the in Jurassic World, there's the big sea monster. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a mosasaurus. Yeah. Oh, um, and you were correct, Julio. Like they're not dinosaurs; they are members of the Varanid family, so they are in the same family tree as monitor lizards and Komodo dragons. Yeah, yeah, I think that's cool. That's I remember cool. there was a cool documentary about the evolution of the mosasaur, and they evolved from basically Komodo dragons, right? Yeah. That that Komodo like. Uh, it, like lizards that looked like Komodo dragons back in, back yeah. in I don't even know Triassic. You know, before the Triassic, I think. 
but like way long ago they 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 made the jump from land to sea yeah and, and they, they became essentially reptilian killer whales yeah <laughs> they're anyway, really cool so they found one of one of these mosasaurus in uh, in uh, New Zealand, and they decided to name it Tanifosaurus. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, that's and cool. Like Quetzalcoatlus. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, love it when they is... take myth- mythological name. Like, there's a there's a species of huge pterodactyl they found in Canada, and it's called like Cryodracus or something like that, like the <laughs> ice dragon. That's, that's awesome. Cool. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, they like have in 2020 they did a study on Tanifosaurus and they found out that its snout was dotted in what were probably electroreceptors. So like a shark, it could probably feel the heartbeats and the electrical impulses of stuff in the water around it. That's and then sick. Go wreck it. That's wow. dragons. Wow. That's we. Oh, it's the big one. Yeah, we talked. We did. It. We talked about dragons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a cool creature. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. A fitting cover creature. It's earned mm-hmm. its place. Oh, yeah. Go make some cool dragon bad guys. Don't let the dragon drag on, as Jake the dog said. <laughs> <laughs> Wise words. Wise, Wise words. words. But yeah. From that yellow dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's let's plug our pluggables so I can go find an in and out supplement. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Spray it with silver paint. Thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, special thanks to Jesse Sanders for making her music. Buy us yeah, a coffee, buddy. maybe. Um, we'd appreciate it. Send us an email. Uh, buy a shirt. Give us them five stars. Oh, Ooh. yeah, we have a shirt. Look at the shirt he's wearing. Yeah, they can't see it because they, they won't be able to see it. But, you know, it's uh, a... Yeah, I'd, I'd, appreciate, I'd appreciate it if you bought one. Um, it's a great way to support us. great way to support the show. Um. Yeah, buy us a coffee, maybe. I already said that. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, give us five stars anywhere you're listening. Anywhere. Yeah, and, it uh, really, we'll really helps. Leave us a review. We'll read it. We'll shut you out. Even if it doesn't let you review, put five stars. Yeah, we'd appreciate it. Place them on your phone. And uh, yeah, we're going back. We're back from from our summer break officially. Uh, that means our next episode will be our Halloween special. Uh, we're cooking up a, another real spooky story. Yeah, we will be releasing an episode on Halloween night. So Halloween special. Halloween night. That'll be our our little bonus episode that we do for you guys. We're cooking it up. John's working on it. I'm really appreciating that. Um, yeah. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.